everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Wednesday. It's January 13th. It's 2021. We have eight NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Try the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a matching deposit bonus of 100% up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. If you haven't already checked them out, check them out. Um, love that they've hopped on the podcast. They continue to help make the podcast free each and every day. Um, for the third day in a row, I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. Um, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Uh, excited to come on with you. You know I love NBA, and I, th- I think, you know, I think we're starting to get in a groove here. And I'm not, that doesn't mean we're getting everything right every day. But I think, you know, we, we, we're we on the right track. So I'm excited, man. Always a pleasure to hang out with, you know, a guy I consider to be one of my best friends in the industry. So let, let's get it, man. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting slate. Like like you said, I feel like I'm starting to get into a groove. Um, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Like some things still kind of work out. And big men against Brooklyn still works. Uh, Jokic is absolutely smashing. Um so hopefully we could keep it rolling here. Tyler Hero might bail me out of the headline um, when we started. <laughs> like he he he's he just cracked thirty fantasy points. Um, terrible game for him, and he got to thirty somehow. So if you played Tyler Hero, if you're like me and you went all in on Tyler Hero, um, you're probably sitting there going, "All right, you know, keep it rolling here. Finish out the game. Finish out the game. Get five more, five or six more." Um, He's so highly owned, it doesn't matter. But anyway, let's get into this slate. Uh, we got eight games. Um, you know, good to see the NBA made the decision to kind of keep the the season rolling. Thank goodness. Yeah, like uh, I get what they're saying too. Like if they if they send everybody home, how bad is it going to be when they come back in two weeks? It's going to be worse than what it is now. So um, they kind of had these like built in days where they could have some postponed games and stuff. And there was two games on this slate that um, were postponed. So um let's get into it dallas at charlotte is where we get started it's a 221 total dallas favored by five um brunson finney smith Powell, cleveland richardson all out for dallas porzingis is probable um and then cody zeller remains out on the charlotte side of things uh let's start here with dallas what are we looking at here as as far as this team is concerned uh Honestly, it feels like, you know, maybe just Luca, you know, with, with Porzingis coming back, I, I, I'm going to assume Porzingis is going to play 20 to 25 minutes max. Like that's that's kind of where I've got him pegged. So uh, not going to play Porzingis at 8,400. I, fe- I feel like it's just Luca. Uh, maybe, maybe James Johnson, but even his minutes may come down at around 18 now to 20 with Porzingis back. I think that's where I'm at, man. I think it's just Luca. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is way too expensive on DraftKings. Like that's that's absurd. Uh, Trey Burke in, in large field tournaments, but that's about it. Listen, I think I think Willie Cauley Stein um, is in play here. He's pretty cheap. We know Pal and Cleveland are both out. Um, Boban might get some run in this game if you're playing large field tournaments. This might be a sh- spot that. You you throw, you know, five percent Boban out there because this is a guy. Even in, in fifteen minutes, he can put up thirty plus fantasy points. Uh, but I'm with you. I think Luca. I wish Tim Hardaway wasn't so expensive because he's going to shoot the ball a ton in this game. Um, yeah. You know, play forty minutes against Orlando the other night. He's going to have to play a bunch of minutes here with um, Brunson out, with Finney Smith out, with Richardson out. Like Hardaway's going to have to play, and like this guy's not shy to shoot. So. And Luca makes and Luca creates and with Porzingis out there as well, they're gonna they're gonna have some open shots uh, for Hardaway. It's whether or not he's hitting them or not at this price. You really need him to be hitting those shots. Um, and then you mentioned Johnson. I don't mind James Johnson because I don't expect Porzingis to play a ton, and these guys are without a lot of people. So I think Dallas is open season here. And then on the Charlotte side of things, like Lamelo Ball, um, it, like. Will he shot three for thirteen the other night? Three for thirteen, zero and put up forty-four, forty-four fantasy points though. Woo. Yeah, um, I mean he's balling, man, and his price is now at seventy-two hundred. They only raised it two hundred bucks. 
Um, here's the deal, Stevie. The game before against Atlanta, he shot nine for 13, right? And he put up 61. Like, he's still got ceiling. It's it's so crazy. Uh, so I, I think LaMelo's in play here. This should be an up-and-down game. So I, I, I do like him. Uh, I think it's going to be an up-and-down game. Uh, P.J. Washington is kind of just priced out of where I want to play him now. Like when he's in that 5K range, I'm, I'm going to keep playing him. Now he's, you know, 6,300. Don't, don't want to play him at that price. I think if I was going to take a flyer in this game, it will probably be Miles Bridges and not because he had a big game the other night or, or a semi-big game, but he's cheap enough to where if you like this game, you think it's competitive. Um, you know, if you think Bismack Biombo is going to start hovering around 25 minutes, then to me that feels like they're going to play a little small at times which means Miles Bridges should, should stay around 25 minutes most games. So he's a guy that, that I don't hate. Uh, Gordon Hayward, while I don't like the contract, I've, I've already said this, like I've got nothing against Gordon Hayward in terms of his actual real-life game. The guy's balling out, shot attempts are there. Um, didn't really have the peripherals the other night, but still got there, three rebounds, three assists. He was on fire, Stevie, uh, in the first half. I think he had 25, 24, 27 points. It was somewhere around there. Like he was insanely – hot uh i think in this spot you know gordon hayward he's going to go very on their own but i do like him in this spot that should have should have game that should have pretty good pace yeah you know i think like this is this game screams go small like and like that might be one of the reasons that like bobon doesn't get a ton of minutes is because charlotte likes to go small anyway with zeller out biombo they can kind of go small. So the more I think about Boban, the more I think like maybe you don't do it here in this spot. This team isn't a terribly big team. And, you know, we might at times see like no centers from either team out there. No big guys from either team. Like it, it might be oh, like yeah. Bridges playing against James Johnson at the five. Um, and, you know, like that's my, that might be what we see here, which could open up rebounds and all kinds of stuff. So love LaMelo like Hayward a lot. Um, I think Graham is kind of right on that verge of price on FanDuel. I think DraftKings, there's too many mouths to feed, but I talked about this last time these two teams or last time Charlotte played. And I said that like Graham was interesting on FanDuel. He had a really good game, but he's gone over 35, you know, fantasy points on FanDuel in three of the last four and he's only six K. So I think he's still very playable um, over there. Uh, We, Keep trucking along here. We got Milwaukee at Detroit, 230 total. Milwaukee favored by 10. Both these teams pretty healthy. Craig out for Milwaukee. Hayes out for Detroit. Um, we'll start with the Milwaukee side of things. Anything standing out to you here um, as far as this team goes? I mean, you know, these teams have played recently, and, you know, one of the games was actually fairly competitive, like, you know, for the most part. Uh, you know, and I – I just I still don't like this game overall. Uh, maybe Brooke Lopez, like maybe maybe at five k. Giannis is always in play because he's got the upside. Like I'm never going to tell you when to not play Giannis. Outside of that, Stevie, I'm not playing Chris Middleton at eighty two hundred. Uh, I don't want to play Dante Divincenzo at fifty four in this spot. Uh, they seem content on keeping Drew at you know the the six k range. He's sixty nine hundred. You know, maybe you play him, but I don't even want to play him. I, I think it's just Giannis a bust for me in this spot. Yeah, like uh, kind of looking through game flow. Um, and the first time these two teams played, Drew, Giannis, Lopez, Middleton all played over 30 minutes. But I think it was the second end of the back-to-back. Didn't they play back-to-back nights or like something like – it was something like that. I don't know if they played back-to-back nights. They, they, they went – a day off in between, but yeah. like the, the next game, like Middleton was the only other person that played over 30 minutes and the average lead was 17 instead of 10. So um overall here, I don't want to pay this price for Giannis. If this game were to somehow stay close um and I, and I was going to play Giannis, I'd be looking to run it back with like Grant or Rose or somebody like that, Um, you know, just to kind of, hope the game stays close type of thing. I think Grant would be the best option, but yeah, as far as Milwaukee goes, I think they blow this, they blow this game open. And like, I think like the guy I'm most interested in is maybe like Bobby Portis, but he's kind of expensive. So probably not going to go too crazy here uh, when it comes to the bucks. Um, Anything for the Pistons that you like here? 
Not really, man. I, I mean, I, I like Jeremy Grant, but he's 7,900. Yes, he should be 7,900. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's probably – honestly, he's probably been one of the most consistent fantasy players all season, Stevie. I mean, if I gave you this game log, like the first game yet was 19 points. Outside of that, 52, 39, 46, 31, 34, 42, 47, 52, 44. I mean, the guy's been insanely good. The price tag is warranted. I just don't think I want to pay for it in this spot. And I mean, he's done well against Milwaukee, like 47, 42 fantasy points. I would accept that, especially, you know, if you're playing cash games or single entry, but I don't think I want to do it on this slate. I do like him though. I just, I, I think, you know, if he, if they get blown out, he doesn't have a good game. Like at 7,900, he could really burn you. Yeah. Even on Fandle at 8,300, he's expensive. He's gone for over 40 fantasy points in four straight games. He's been phenomenal. Um, yes. He's just absolutely crushing this year. It's just the bright, the price is kind of caught up to the production and, I think he's okay. Like, I wouldn't talk you off of it. But I, I think, like, the only way you're playing Grant is if you're playing Giannis. Um, like, I, I think that's how you play both of these guys. Because, like, Grant's overpriced. Giannis needs to be in a competitive game to get there. So, for both of these guys to get there, I think they kind of correlate well with each other as far as, like, you know, looking at this overall. But um, outside of, like, Grant – you know, I don't think we're going to need like Plumley or anybody like that, you know, value wise on this slate. Like Bay has had one good game here recently, but like his price is still kind of high. Um, Josh Jackson, he's kind of all over the place. He's kind of lost his minutes to Bay. And it's just like, I don't, I don't really want to trust Detroit in general. If I, put, <laughs> if I, if I play, listen, if I play Grant, I'll play Giannis in that lineup. Uh, but overall, like, I don't know. Blake Griffin has 40 point upside at 6,200, but I, he's not Blake Griffin of like five, six, seven years ago. Um, like that, uh, you know, and Miami's going to win the game by the way. Um, and if you like, if you went to sleep and you didn't like watch the game and you just played Tyler hero, you have no idea how he got to those uh, 38 fantasy points. You just be super excited that he got, <laughs> he got to that many. Um, yes, yes. Brooklyn at New York. We got a 218 and a half total. Brooklyn favored by five in this game. It is a back to back for Brooklyn. Uh, there was a report that came out earlier today that there's it's likely Kyrie won't be with the team um, for the next three games. So that includes Tuesday's game against the Nuggets, this game against the Knicks, and then Saturday against the Magic. So um, it's a back to back. I don't even know if Durant plays in this game. I think like. There could be a potential like Durant sitting on the back-to-back. I don't think he's played a back-to-back yet this season. So, um, man, this could be Levert season um, again. Like, oh, and on the Knicks side of things, Bullock's doubtful. Burks is out. Nick Lakina's out. And Toppin's out. So let's start here with the Nets. Will, it wouldn't shock me if Durant sits in this game, um, you know, especially on, on the second end of a back-to-back if he plays, I love him. If he sits, I love Levert. Like, it's not anything crazy here. Well, and, and here's the next thing, Stevie. Once again, we have a little bit more Russian roulette on FanDuel. Now Karis Levert has moved to point guard. So if you, if you weren't following this, he started the, the year at small forward. He was then moved to shooting guard. And now he's at point guard for this game. So please, you know, this is their, their version of multi-position eligibility. They just move them slate to slate. Uh, very frustrating. At any rate, uh, let's talk about Brooklyn, and I think I'm with you. It's Karis LeVert, uh, you know, or bust. I think, you know, if Katie sits, man, like, you play Karis LeVert, I think you play Joe Harris. Like, that's how I think you play this team. That's, that's what feels right to me, Stevie. I mean, yeah, he's 8K, but if, if there's no KD, he goes from 45-point ceiling to, like, 60-point ceiling at the, in this spot. So I think you take him. Same thing with Joe Harris. He's 5,500, but he goes from maybe 30-point ceiling and maybe 40-point ceiling with just those two kind of running the show. And then I think that also opens it up a little bit more for a guy like Jared Allen. Like, no KD. I'm, I'm more than willing to pay 6,700 from Je- for Jared Allen because in my, in my mind, he goes from maybe 35 to 40-point ceiling, like 50-point ceiling. So that's kind of where I am. Uh, if KD sits, it will provide us some value, like a Jeff Green at 3,600. At that point, we know we know he's probably going to play 28 minutes, be a little bit more involved. Uh, same thing for Torian Prince, 3,800. 
you know, he'll probably play 25 minutes, be a little more involved. So those are the type of things I think we do with Brooklyn if for some reason KD happens to sit. The other thing that I wanted to note um, that I had noticed when I was looking through um, this slate, you know, I always look at the back-to-back, you know, game logs and stuff. DeAndre Jordan hasn't played a minute on Tuesday. Um, I find that super interesting um, because earlier this season, he played like 12 minutes and then he played like 30 minutes on the second end of a back-to-back. Just throwing it out there that if we get any kind of like question mark on Allen, we'd lock in DeAndre Jordan at 3,400 because he's not playing a back-to-back. He he got Tuesday night off. Um, So, (laughs) you know, he'll he'll have plenty of legs to get out there and play 30. So the other guy that I want to note here um, is Joe Harris. If Kevin Durant is out, Joe Harris always sees an uptick uh, with Kyrie and Durant off the floor. <gasps> so definitely look into Harris. Um, let's go to the Knicks side of things here. The Knicks are super interesting. You know, this, the screams like the same, same thing we were talking about for Jokic yesterday for Julius Randle today. Now Julius Randle is not likely going to go out there and get you like 10 assists, even though he has a triple double on the season. Um, but like, this is a spot. It feels like he goes for 30 actual points, puts up 10 to 15 rebounds, does anything in any, any of the other stat categories. We're looking at 50, 60 fantasy points. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about it is, I mean, he's, he's back down to 9,100 now. Where you know, uh, you know, just the last late he was at 96, 95, 98. Like, you know, f- those I'll, I'll take a few hundred off against in a matchup against Brooklyn. Uh, th- this could be a spot, Stevie, where Mitch Rob and Randall could kind of do some damage together. So, so I think that's something I'm going to look at on this slate in terms of a pairing uh, of those two. Uh, I, I don't want to read too much into Kevin Knox. I mean, he played 30 minutes against Charlotte, had a phenomenal game. Um, I don't want to read into it, I'd rather just see you know, what becomes of it. Gosh, man, RJ's playing so many minutes. Can he get a little bit more efficient in his shot making? And now we've got a guy that's pretty much putting up 40 almost every night. So I think I'm going to pass on RJ, although this is a really good spot. Uh, and then Elf Payton, 6,600 on on, uh, on on DK. Won't play him there, but at FanDuel at 57, I'm going to continue the Elf Payton train. I mean, he's, you know, pretty much putting up almost 30 fantasy points, you know, uh, most nights when when he get, when he's getting the minutes, so I'm not afraid to roll the dice there. So I will say the thing, like I, I think Knox is somewhat interesting, just because like Bullock's doubtful again, um, and he didn't play the other night. Like that was that's where the minutes came from, um, you know. So I don't know if I trust it, but if we don't get a ton of value that opens up on this slate, um, I, I think Knox is is super interesting for for large field tournaments um, because like he, he could easily, he could easily do the same thing. He could easily play 30 minutes. Um, you know, this is, this team's going to be what pretty short handed in general, right? Like um, they only had eight guys play against Charlotte the other night. So like, if that's going to be the case, um, cause I'm trying to think like everybody that was out should be out again. Right. Um, cause Taj Gibson was available the other night. Um, oh no, he's available. So he'll be a ninth body, but I think like overall, I think if you want to take a shot on a guy, um, like Knox, it's not a bad play. Um, he's going to be the, he's going to be the guy that has usage with quickly on the bench. Um, they moved Austin rivers into the starting lineup and he played like 30, 30 gazillion minutes um, and he's 5,300. So I think Nick, sh- you could play Randall, play one of the cheap guys and run it back with Levert if Durant's out or run it back with Durant if Durant plays. So this is definitely a, a three two a two, one type of stack game for sure. Yeah. And Karis Levert definitely owes us some money because uh, you know, he's, he may not get there tonight uh, or if he does, it's going to be, by the skin of his teeth, like he, I think he's around 29 fantasy points as we're recording this podcast. I'm not, not even sure if he's in the game, but if he gets there, it's going to be by the skin of his teeth. Uh, so, you know, I, I would appreciate our 50 point fantasy game yet again from him. Just so you know, uh, Heat's 
the Heat and the 76ers just went into overtime. Um, never in doubt. <laughs> never in doubt about Tyler oh, Hero. Just end the podcast now. <laughs> just end it. Never now. in doubt about Tyler Hero. <laughs> don't don't mess with my titles. Um, <laughs> Memphis at Minnesota, two nineteen total. Uh, Minnesota favored by one in this game. Triple J is out. Morant's out. Winslow's out. Big news here on the Minnesota side. Um, Okaji is questionable and Cat is questionable. So these guys aren't like ruled out night before. Um, and there was a report that said Carl Anthony Towns is expected to play in this game, which is huge um, for like Angelo Russell and all these guys. Uh, what do you like here from Memphis? Oh, Stevie, not much. Uh, you know, these guys are priced up mostly. Uh, you know, <sighs> I just don't like the pricing, man. On, on DraftKings, these guys are expensive. I don't think they're worth it. Uh, you come back to FanDuel, you know, uh, kind of a lot of the same. Like Dylan Brooks is 63. Don't hate it. Kyle Anderson still 5,400, though, on FanDuel. Like he – excuse me. He's probably the guy that's in play for Memphis on FanDuel. I feel really comfortable fading anyone else. Now, it is Gorgie Jing revenge night but I, I'm not really going to buy into that. Not going to worry about it. Uh, but, but Kyle Anderson on FanDuel, 5,400. Uh, I think that's a fantastic play. Listen, revenge is a thing. Like if you would have listened yesterday and you would have listened to my Jordan Clarkson um, rant, like he has 40 fantasy points, like, uh, and they're getting beat by 33. So he's getting, he's getting 28 minutes in a blowout and getting all the, all the garbage time. Um, yeah, you know, man. Garbage Listen, time Clarkson. That, that's right. That That is Jordan Clarkson at his finest, buddy. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. I think Memphis for me on DraftKings, not a lot to love here. Um, Valanciunas, if he was a little bit cheaper, maybe. Like, all these guys are kind of priced exactly where they should be to kind of like 5, 6X. And, like, it's an eight-game slate. We, we, we need to chase some ceiling. Like, if I'm playing anybody, it's Melton, but we have a ton of value already that we've talked about, and I'm sure we're going to talk about some more, so I probably don't end up on him. But Kyle Anderson on FanDuel talked about it last, um, what, two nights ago when they were playing Cleveland. Um, you know, he's just – he's not likely going to kill you at that price, and he's a guy that can get you, like, 30-plus. So um, don't hate him. Let's um, let's move right along here to the other side. we got Minnesota, um, like – with Cat coming back, I think, like, obviously we're going to have to see how it kind of affects, but, like, I, I struggle to pay 8100 for D'Angelo Russell with Carl Anthony Towns on the floor. Yeah, man, I, I I don't think I can do it. And, I mean, Cat at 98, I mean, that's – if he's coming back, I think he's the play from this team. Um, and I really don't think I want to play anyone else. Like, I, I don't see – you know, Anthony Edwards, they, they're not really, you know, giving him minutes consistently. I mean, and by consistently, I mean, I feel like maybe he should be around 30 minutes and it's just like 25, 30, 26, played 18 against San Antonio. That might have been some foul trouble. I haven't looked into it, but uh, he's just kind of all over the place. Malik Beasley, while, while the minutes are going to be there, he's overpriced. I, I, I think I'm with you. It's really just Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, you know, on I mean, there's drastic differences in price between – fan duel and uh and that game today but but even still like you know D'Angelo at 75 maybe uh you know uh multi-positional flexibility roulette again they've moved Malik Beasley from shooting guard to small forward on fan duel now uh so many things going on so I think it's just Carl Anthony Towns I think that's it so I just quickly ran court IQ with cat on and cat off um D'Angelo Russell around 0.96 fantasy points per minute with Cat on the floor in about 60 minutes, 68 minutes this season. With Cat off the floor, he's at 1.11. Um, so a huge difference with Cat on and off the floor as far as D'Angelo Russell goes. Usage goes up about 3% as well. And like that's a lot um, when we're looking at like this type of price and everything. So I'll probably pass on pretty much this game in general um like this is one of those games that you could probably not fully cross off because there are some options but you can definitely look elsewhere uh lakers and thunder both these teams on a back-to-back -back, so we don't have a total uh we don't have an injury report because both these teams are on a back-to-back -back. um 
you know, obviously there's a question mark around LeBron and Anthony Davis anytime we have a back-to-back. Will, um, what are we looking at here as far as the Lakers go? Uh, Steve, now I will say this. I do think one of these guys sits this time. I, I could be wrong, but it feels like one of these guys is going to sit. I don't know who it is, which one. Uh, and, and like I said, you know, we could be wrong. I think, you know, if they play um, – I feel like this game should be less competitive. So we just need to go against our gut on this season. They, they're pretty much blowing out Houston. So OKC is probably going to hang in this game and possibly give them a loss. LeBron James at 9,600. Uh, I think that's an incredibly fair price for him. Uh, I like the price on Anthony Davis at 9,000 now. Like that's near a lot button for me at this point, Stevie. AD, 9K. If this game is close, he can put up 50. You can win a tournament with 50 at 9K, Stevie. So I, I think, you know, yet again, I think I'm just going to start playing both of these guys because they're starting to get too cheap. We've seen this with AD. You know, we've seen AD get down to like 8,900 before and then bam, 70-point game. I think I'm playing AD on this slate no matter what as long as he doesn't sit. Like 9K is just too cheap. Yeah, if, okay, so it's really easy, right? If LeBron sits, you play Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis sits, you play LeBron. If either one of them sit, you play Kyle Kuzma. Um, <laughs> like if one of them sit, you play Kuzma. Kuzma's gonna play good minutes. If one of these guys sits, he he's always touches like thirty. He always sees a, a an increase in shot attempts. So I think he potentially is one of the better value plays um, on this slate. If we if we get some news here um, that one of these big guys are gonna sit because he's kind of priced right on DraftKings. But he's thirty nine hundred on Fanduel. He'd be he'd oh, be yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. He he'd be like a chalky value play um, for sure over there. So you know, I don't know, man. Like maybe like Markeith Morris if Anthony Davis sits. He played like twenty nine minutes the last time Anthony Davis sat. So I think you're just gonna have to kind of wait and see on news on this one. If everybody plays, I probably don't play anybody here. Like honestly, like the Lakers should handle OKC even on with both these teams being on a back to back too. I just, I don't know. I don't I, and like, are, are the Lakers really on a back to back? They they played like um, five minutes of like starters minutes against the Rockets. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird, man. This year is 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 crazy. Like they're they're up by almost thirty points in the third quarter. So yes. Um. Maybe nobody rests because they're all going to get the rest in the in the third third and fourth quarters in this game. So who knows? Um, like LeBron's already out of the game. Like five five thirty to go in the third quarter, and LeBron's yep. already out of the game. Like he's on the bench. Yep, and he ain't coming back. Um, let's go to the Thunder side of things. Um, oh, Jesus, you know, like we we said, they're they're on a back to back as well. They're playing a much more competitive game on Tuesday, going up against San Antonio. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Thunder? Well, I, 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 we're going to see what, what happens with Hamadou Diallo by the end of the night. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't really like OKC. Uh, Basley's 5,900 now. I mean, he's still got some upside. I feel like Basley's just going to be resolved, resolved for large field tournaments. We'll see what happens with Diallo. If he has another one of those upside games tonight, then, you know, maybe we put him in play against the Lakers where, you know, he may get some, some extra run. Uh, SGA at 77. I'm just, I don't think I want to play him against the Lakers. So I just, I think I'm, I'm probably going to be scratching off most of this team uh, outside of Diallo. Tyler Hero 50 burger, never in doubt. Don't mess with my titles. And last I checked, the game was tied. They may be going into another overtime at a minute 29. And Joel Embiid also has like around 80 something fantasy points. Insane. Yep, insane. If you don't have Jokic or Embiid, you um you lost on this slate probably. Um, <laughs> and look, FanDuel spared me because I would have gotten it wrong. I wasn't going to play Embiid tonight, but I had so much Jokic, so I got that part right. And then Karis LeVert's wet in the bed. Dejounte Murray's wet in the bed. But we might get a little OT in Brooklyn, so you never know. If that happens, I'll be be feeling great. No, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm never in doubt. Danny Green, by the way, 60 fantasy. Oh, oh. gosh. Just- um, <laughs> maybe maybe FanDuel was like super sharp by leaving this game off the slate. Um, yep. Thank you, FanDuel. You, you yeah, saved right? tons tonight. 
Yeah, as much as we we uh, criticize them lately uh, with some of the choices they've made, um, two two game slates for football this weekend is one of them. Um, yeah, as far as the Thunder go, man, like I don't know, I don't I don't see myself really playing anybody here from the Thunder. I think if one of Davis or LeBron sits, I think you could use SGA as a run back if you start getting too heavy on the Lakers. But overall, probably not a game that I'm going to be you know overweight on by any means. So. Uh, Atlanta at Phoenix, 230 total. Phoenix fair by five and a half in this game. Bogdanovich, um, Dunn, Gallo are all out. Capella and Rondo are questionable. Those are big news. Uh, Payne, doubtful. Jalen Smith still out for Phoenix. Let's start with Atlanta. This screams like Trey Young go off spot. Um, You know, I, I don't know. Like, I think this is the spot that... He could go crazy in – I do like him usually in, like, pace-up spots. But, you know, Phoenix is a team that's kind of middle of the road defensively. They're they're playing at a really slow pace. But when they get in these games that have a faster pace, um, you know, they, they, they struggle even more defensively. Like, they gave up 128 points to Washington the other night. Phoenix did. Um, what are your thoughts when it comes to Atlanta? I like Atlanta here. Um, you know, w- w- I, I do want to see what's going to happen with Capella. Like, I think that's huge news. Like, if Capella sits, I mean, doesn't – I mean, this just, just feels like John Collins should play, you know, have a safe 35 minutes for a change, and he's going to be squarely in play at 7K. Like, I, I think he would be my favorite play. Trey at 89, yes, sir. Uh, you know, played 25 minutes the other night, put up 45 fantasy points. Uh, wrist was hurting, but he still got there. Uh, and then I think my, my, my value play, I think I'd be going right back to the well on Cam Reddish at 5K. Uh, the only reason these guys didn't play big minutes, they kind of blew Philly out, handed it to him, you know, in the third quarter, and the game was just done. Uh, but if Cam Reddish gets 30, 35 minutes, I mean, I, I, I'm going to equate that to, you know, 35, 40-point ceiling uh, or upside, rather. So I think at 5K, he's going to be a guy that I like, like a lot. Uh, same thing with DeAndre Hunter. Like, he put up 27 in 23 minutes. You know, think if he gets 10 more minutes, Stevie, like he's, he's getting close to 40, I'm sure. So uh, I like these guys. I think if the game stays competitive, they can definitely get there. DeAndre Hunter is playing really good basketball right now. Um, his price has caught up. Like he, he has gone um, over 30 fantasy points in five of the last six and had 27 and 23 minutes, like you just said, um, in the last game. So kind of ruined his streak. Uh, by them getting out on Philly a little bit the other night. But I think this is a game that you could potentially look at. You know, I think that Portland-Sacramento game is going to be the juiciest game on the slate, and, it's, you know, we're, we're coming up to that game. So I don't want to, like, compare it to that game. But I do think, like, this is one of those games that if, you're, if your 7 or 8 o'clock players aren't doing as good as you had hoped, you could potentially look at Atlanta Phoenix to maybe pivot off of some of the Portland Sacramento exposure you're going to have um, just to get your lineups different um, in, in tournaments here. You know, it's hard to talk about that kind of stuff the night before. I know we talk a lot about it on like grinders live and stuff like that, but you know, just throwing it out there, um, you know, it is something to kind of look at here as far as, you know, how to approach the slate. And then if Capella sits, will I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see myself like running to play any of the big guys. I think Atlanta could potentially maybe put Collins at the five against Aiton, um, and Collins' minutes would even be a little bit better. And like we see more Hunter and Reddish and Herder and those guys, but I don't, I don't want to play any of like these makeshift like big guys like Knight and Fernando and. I, I don't see myself using those types of guys. Got to unmute your mic, rookie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not not at all. I, I was trying to get ahead on Phoenix because I, I do have some guys I like, but yeah, no, not at all. I wouldn't be using for man, Fernando or any of those jabronis, courtesy of my man Cheese is good. Baseball is on the way. Baseball is on the way. Uh, so is NASCAR. Chris Paul is also on the way, 7,200, going up against Atlanta here. Uh, what's your thoughts on Phoenix? Yeah, I, I like Chris Paul in this spot. Had a really good game, you know, as we anticipated against Washington. Uh, only took 10 shots. He's not going to be high volume, but with an assist there and a few of the rebounds, and he's playing good defense. 
then they're going to get there. The guy that I want to talk about in this spot is Cam Johnson. Uh, he's 4,100. You know, they got blown out, so he didn't really get the full scope of his minutes. But I think this is a spot for him that, that he could thrive when you've got Hunter, you've got Reddish, and you've got Herder. Like, they may have to play a little smaller. Like, I think this is definitely a Cam Johnson spot. Same thing for Mikael Bridges. Uh, now, Mikael's 5,700. Uh, so I'm not in as easily enthused. I definitely take Reddish over Bridges, but Cam Johnson for sure at 4,100 4, is someone I wanted to uh, point out. I'm not playing Devin Booker at 8,300. Price just isn't warranted uh, for the upside he has this season. He's more of a 7K player right now, but Chris Paul, I, I definitely uh, have some interest in along with Cam Johnson. Like those are my two pieces from the Suns. Yeah. Um, man, Cameron Johnson. Gosh, he was so awful the other night. Um, he killed some really good teams. He just shot the ball terribly. Those nights are going to happen. Um, I think at 4,100, you could definitely go back to the well. Um, Got to have a short memory, right, Will? Got to have a short memory uh, when yeah, it comes e- to – Even I played um, – uh, Mr. Rivers, Austin Rivers, and he let me down again. But you're right. Got to be short memory. New Orleans at LA taking on the Clippers. 221 total here. Clippers favored by six and a half. Um, Lonzo is out. Uh, Bledsoe is questionable. <laughs> that could make for a very interesting situation. Um, and then Zubak is questionable on the Clippers side. Let's start with this Lonzo news. Um, if Bledsoe plays, it is Stan Van Gundy. It is no Lonzo. Um, Bledsoe probably plays 35 minutes, but does that mean we get like 30 minutes out of Josh Hart? Does JJ Reddick get some extra minutes? Does is this a Alexander Walker, you know, 30 minute type of game? Like, well, there's so many question marks when it comes to New Orleans in this spot with Lonzo Ball out. Yeah, man. I in my mind, I'm thinking it's the Alexander Walker game. Uh that's what it feels like to me. But listen, I, I could definitely be wrong. Obviously, I think – so here's the deal. I think if Bledsoe plays, then I, I think Bledsoe's going to get the run, and I think it's, it's going to be Josh Hart. Like, that's kind of my thought process, right? If Bledsoe and Lonzo are out, I, I think it's for sure uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker and J.J. Reddick. I, I think they both get the run. That, that, that's kind of my thought process. At any rate um, – I, and that that won't exclude Josh Hart, obviously. I'm just saying I think Reddick and Walker would be in play, not just like Josh Hart and Walker or something like that. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, this team is kind of running through Brandon Ingram. Uh, so, yeah, 8,500. I don't love it, but uh, I, I think he's, he's always going to be a tournament play extraordinaire. Same thing with Zion at 73. Like th- these guys are going to be tournament plays all year. Uh, but But Brandon Ingram has been playing really well. And he would be, you know, my tournament guy yet again at 8,500. And nobody's going to play him. Ah, man. Uh, this 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 could be one of those spots, man. Uh, this game could open up um, just so much, so much um, potential here. Ingram, Ingram should smash here, right? Like, I know you just got done talking about it, but, like, he should smash in the spot. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, Zion gets a little bit more usage with Lonzo out, too. Uh, I don't know. Um, he's 7,300. I don't I don't hate taking shots on um, on Zion here. Um, L.A., the Lakers, the, the Clippers side of things here. You know, Paul George, Kawhi, they're kind of priced where they should be. Um, the thing that I'm, I'm, like, somewhat curious about, is if we get news pre-lock that Zubox not going to play, does that mean we get 30, 32 minutes out of Ibaka? Man, that would be nice. Um, I mean, he had a stretch against Golden State where he played 35 minutes and 30 minutes, and then against, you know, the Bulls, he played 26 minutes. I think, I think I'd pencil surge it for 30 flat. Like, I think, I think that's the safe way to go if, if Zubox sits. Uh, because Patterson may pick up another, you know, four or five minutes. Maybe he plays 13, 14 minutes now. Um, you know, m- maybe Morris picks up a few more minutes. But I think 30 minutes flat feels safe for uh, for a Bach in this spot. 
Um, but other than that, though, I'm really not too interested in the Clippers here. Yeah, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. If Zubox sits, I, I think I'll probably fire up some Serge Ibaka, even at 6K. Um, he's a guy that could get 40 in this one. So um, we finished out the night with probably, like I said, the juiciest game on the slate. We got Portland at Sacramento, uh, 236 and a half total here. Portland favored by four. Blevins, Collins are out. Nurkic is questionable. Um, another potential center play that could open up the slate if he's out. And on the Sacramento side, Heald um, and Holmes are both probable. Um, and I know that like Lillard was banged up, but they've already said he's probable as well. So uh, let's start with Portland. What do you like here? Well, you know, we've been talking about it. I, I still like CJ McCollum, Stevie. And now, especially with Dame having some form of an ankle, CJ played 39 minutes against Toronto, put up another 51 fantasy points, 19 shots, shot 10 for 19. Five of 11 from three, five of six from the free throw line, six rebounds, six assists. CJ's doing it this season, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to make the adjustment. Like, if we were ever going to pay up for CJ McCollum, this is the spot to do it against Sacramento. Just don't let us down, CJ. God, don't burn us on this one. Don't, don't, don't treat us like a stepchild. Like, give us our fantasy points. I like him in this spot, though. Uh, I, I think I, I'm definitely willing to play him over Dane. Uh, against Sacramento uh, for the price. Uh, That's kind of where I am. Uh, We saw an emergence. And I I know we talked about this the other night. Carmelo Anthony out of nowhere, 35 minutes, 43 fantasy points. What in the world? Uh, I I, want to play him. it's, It's Sacramento. I feel like this is a spot to do it. But he just played 22 minutes against this team last time. Yes, it was a blowout. I get it. But um, you know, maybe they were ramping him up. You know, I'm, I'm, did someone get hurt in the game? Not sure. But I, I think if, if Carmelo's going to get 35 minutes, 30 minutes even against Sacramento, man, like fire him up. He, he's going to be a great value play. I think this is just a spot on the night where we can almost just wait for this game and take three or four pieces. Yeah, this is one of those games where if you're sitting on four of these guys – you know, you might have a chance to run down anybody depending on how the early, early stuff goes. But I think Mel is super interesting. Like I was, I was kind of looking at it. Like the low 20 minute games have been the games that they've blown out. And like, they just blew this team out in Sacramento could happen again. Don't get me wrong. But like, if this is a competitive game, wouldn't shock me if Mello plays solid minutes. Um, If Nurkic is out like Nurkic, got hurt in that game and that that could be another reason that like Mello played so much the other night because like the game went small like Cantor you know still only played like 16 minutes so um if Nurkic is out I think Cantor's super interesting um you know I, I think Mello's interesting as well and then like you know CJ McCollum I hate the idea of paying 8600 for CJ McCollum but he just put up 50 against this team, you know, three or four nights ago, and it could easily do it again. Um, I think he's very much in play here. The usage, the fantasy points per minute, like everything is better than Lillard's right now. And, and he's cheaper and he's cheaper. Uh, it's just, yeah, I think you you have to kind of like the spot for CJ McCollum. Yeah, man. Uh, I know I've talked about it. I've been on CJ all year since I saw these performances and Stevie, He's had multiple 50-point games in, like, their first 10 games. Like, multiple. And I don't mean, like, two. I mean, like, six. 51-51. Uh, okay, that's two. 51, another 51. That's three. 50, that's four. 66, that's five. My bad. Five. And all the other games, 44-43, a 33, and a 36. Like, the guy's been just he's, – he's been crushing, man. I, I love McCollum here. Uh, I, I think I think you can play Lillard too. Don't get me wrong. I think Lillard yes. is fantastic, but I, I think McCollum. I'll take the discount of nine hundred bucks. Play him with either you know Cantor or or our boy Mello. Um, let's go to the Sacramento side of things here. You know, I know like this game was just a blowout, but. I think Fox needs a big game if this game stays close. I hate the Harrison Barden's got a, a price increase. Um, this might be the spot we see, 
you know, what they're going to do um, with Hallie Burton, like he, his shot attempts kind of gone down a little bit. His price is kind of up there as well. Like it might be Fox and Fox only, or go down to like a, a Bagley or somebody um, to, to save some money and just hope you get like a ceiling game from one of the cheap guys. Yeah, man. I, I think in this spot for me, you know, it's kind of re- really Fox or bust. Like, uh, you know, Holmes is 6,400. Like, Holmes has the ceiling, obviously. So I think, you know, maybe if you're going to kind of stack this game, maybe you look at a little bit of Holmes. But I definitely think if Fox is going to play 38 minutes, he's priced down now because they cut his minutes down some, played 25 back-to-back, played 38 against Indiana. If he's going to get, you know, 35 minutes against Portland, that's 7,400. Uh, you know, the run back to me sounds like Fox. And like you said, maybe one of the cheap guys. Halliburton is kind of priced out. Buddy Hill's priced up. Harrison Barnes is priced up. We're going to have a lot more value. But I think the anchor pieces, you can build around CJ and Fox and then kind of go from there. Um, Let's play the morning grind game. And then um, it's going to be fun. We'll get out of here for the day. Um, Will, give me your favorite play under 5K uh, to 7X on the slate. Under 5K today, give me – I'm going to go out on a limb because I think I like this guy. I, I talked about him in the game. I think they're going to play a little bit smaller because of, you know, the lack of players. Give me Miles Bridges today at 4,400. 4, I, think, I think he gets 25 to 30 minutes against Dallas. All right. I'm going to go with um, Kevin Knox uh, in, that, in that New York game. Bullock, doubtful, Burks out. Um, Knox should see decent minutes again. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Give, give me Kawhi Leonard. All right. Kawhi it is. Um, would it be cheating if I said LeBron or Anthony Davis? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Carl Anthony Towns. I expect him to play. He's, project, he's expected to play. I think he's the guy you, you kind of stay away from um, in this one. Favorite 6X play? Julius Randle at 9,100, folks. I like it, man. Um, I like it. I like that one. You you went so fast that I got to figure out who I want. Um, <laughs> so, like, my initial reaction, like, is Eric Bledsoe. But we got to wait to see if he's going to play. I'm going to say Bledsoe. If Bledsoe sits, it's by far Josh Hart. Um, so, I, I like Bledsoe. If Bledsoe sits, it would be Josh Hart. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day, Will. Who do you got? This was the tough one for me. Because I, I actually I actually don't think it's going to be weird if things break our way. But I'm going Anthony Davis at 9K. Uh, people just haven't been playing the Lakers. The 9K may stand out, so this may not be as weird as I think it is. But I'm, I'm going AD at 9K. All right. If LeBron gets ruled out, it won't be weird. But right. if LeBron plays, it will be super weird. Um, I'm going to listen. I have been one of the people that have like hated paying this price for him all year, but I'm going to go CJ McCollum in this spot. Um, oh, yeah. Game selection. Anything stand out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings today? Um, I'm going to go top to bottom again, man. And FanDuel. I feel like they're trying to get a few more things right. Thank you, FanDuel. If anybody's listening, thank you, thank you. Up top, man, they've got the $1,600. Look, I know everybody doesn't doesn't play in that, okay? So I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be funny here. But you guys don't know how atrocious this contest has been for the past, I mean, God, over a year. It was paying out like 14%, Stevie, at one point. And now we're up to 23%. Really small field. So it's 100 players or 100 entries. Three entry max, sixteen fifty per fifty k up top. Uh, I I think that's incredibly fair. 
that's a contest I can stand by. You need to stick to it. Once again, I keep talking about uh, this lower level contest, but if they're going to give us a $3 contest, Stevie, for you to be able to max out at 450, hundred K up top, uh, I think we need to be trying to take advantage of it all the time. So I like that one. Just bringing those two up again. Those are kind of going to be hot for me. I do wish the payout structure was a little bit more flat, uh, but it's still not bad. Like it's a 550K prize pool, 100K to first. Like I can accept that any day of the week. Uh, so those are the two. I think you need to be playing in this clutch shot, trying to fire as many entries as you can for, uh, on the low. Um. All right. So I'm also going to talk about a cheaper contest. $4, four-point play over there on DraftKings. I talk about this contest in NFL all the time. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's a $4 buy-in. It pays 25% of the field. Top 10 is 8%. It's a very good structured tournament. First place is 10 grand. 10th place is 1000 bucks. 20th place is $500. Um, it's 20 entry max, so you can get crazy and try a bunch of different things. You can use groups. You can talk about game stacks and all kinds of stuff that we've talked about on the podcast today. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking that out over on DraftKings. Uh, Will, any over under against spread pick that you like, um, you know, early, early here. Uh, I think I'm just going to take under Milwaukee, Detroit. I mean, that feels like the safe bet to me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that one. Um, man, I, I really, really think, um, I think Dallas and Charlotte go over. Um, oh, I like that call. I like 220. That. Yeah, over 221. Um, I think when we wake up in the morning and we look at that line, it's going to be a little bit higher, but that's what it opened at. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir. Everyone keep enjoying your NBA DFS. Uh, you know, I want the players to be safe. Hopefully we get the best of both worlds. We get DFS and we get good, safe players. That is going to wrap it up for today's podcast always appreciate you guys listening each and every day we'll be back tomorrow um talking nfl and nba um uh, breaking down the four nfl games on top of i think there's five or six basketball games so that's gonna wrap it up hope everyone has a great day and enjoy your contest and crush it uh we'll see you guys again tomorrow